Where are the capital markets heading for the end of the year and beyond? Coming up, Thriven's chief investment strategist offers his fourth quarter outlook on rates, equities, credit markets, and more. From Thrive and Asset Management, welcome to Advisors Market 360, a podcast for you, the driven financial advisor. We've rounded the corner toward the end of 2023. With year-end client meetings coming up, now's a good time to reflect on what has already happened in the markets and economy, and look ahead to the rest of the year and beyond. Markets in the first half of the year were strong, particularly for equities. But so far, the latter half of the year has given way to volatility as higher rates and a hawkish Federal Reserve, or Fed, have caused some struggle in both equity and credit markets. In many ways, this year has taken an unpredictable path. The recession that economists expected hasn't arrived. In fact, the economy has been quite resilient. Conflicting signals abound in our current economic backdrop. On one hand, the labor market has been strong. Corporate and household balance sheets have held up well. But on the other hand, inflation has continued to squeeze consumers and small businesses. How do the experts at Thrivent Asset Management make sense of it all? As we often do, we ask Steve Lowe, Thrivent's chief investment strategist, to share his insights about the final quarter of the year. The first thing we asked Lowe about was moves from the Fed and how they impact equities. Equities typically rally with the, the Fed pause and their expectations that it will. You know, we had a strong start to the third quarter, and as we talked about, um, markets struggled with higher rates. But they're still up very solidly uh, the year. Continuing with equities, we wanted to get, in broad terms, what Lowe has seen as highlights up to this point in the year. We started with earnings. You know, earnings have beat expectations. That's part of it. Earning expectations have been very low, um, so it's been a little easier to beat them then. You know, margins have held up a lot better than people expected. I think people were expecting a margin compression with inflation coming down. And a lot of it was investors were pretty pessimistic and they're underweight. So you had a lot of people kind of covering their shorts, which drives the market up. Next, low drilled into the segments of the equity market. As we've covered on the podcast recently, a handful of large and mega cap names have had an outsized influence on equity indexes, as he describes here. And you continue to have this very narrow breadth where, you know, the mega cap tech names are, are leading the market. The uh, market cap indices have all performed equal weighted indices. If you equal-weighted every stock in the S&P 500, that's underperforming mm-hmm. uh, pretty significantly market cap weight. You know, large caps have been driven by um, support for quality. And so that's a stronger balance sheet, stronger cash flows. And you kind of see that when people get more concerned about the, the future. And the mega caps are very, very, very profitable. Yeah. You have to kick off a lot of cash. And growth has been outperforming. You know, small has lagged um, pretty significantly. Your valuations are better than they were. You know, they have to pull down by rates in 2022, NASDAQ is a little rich right now. I, I think um, the S&P 500 is you know higher than its long-term median average, but not incredibly so, and small caps are cheap. When it comes to actual positioning and portfolios, we wanted to get Lowe's insights on what metrics he's currently considering to make decisions. Well, it's always about earnings in the long run, and those have held up well. You know, if you look at the expectations, they're about flat, um, or expected to be flat this year, you know, maybe up by a percent or two, and expectations are about a 12% increase next year, so that should help markets. And the key issue is how the economy holds up, and therefore how earnings hold up. With the current volatile market backdrop, we want to hear how Thrivent is broadly positioning relative to their long-term strategic allocations for the months ahead. If you look at our own position, we've been 
kind of neutral to our long-term strategy, which is to be overweight equities, and we've had a bias toward quality and growth, um, um, which has worked well this year. So we expect to maintain an overweight, um, you know, small overweight now, but we expect to get more cautious heading into 2024 um, with a slower economy and eventually um, weaker earnings. You know, long-term, we're, we're you know, very positive uh, on the market, particularly on the U.S. market. So if we do see a significant correction next year, um, you know, we would look to be, you know, kind of added significant, significantly, particularly if there's signs that the um, economy has bottomed and started to turn up. Lowe's outlook on the broad equity market, as we just heard, is positive, but cautious. But as we open the equity style box, Lowe had more thoughts to share on the underlying segments of the equity market. First, we wanted his take on growth versus value. Growth has outperformed very significantly value this year. We expect that to continue, um, yeah, particularly quality and, and growth. Um, you know, supporting because people are looking for companies that can survive into a slower economy, um, you know, strong cash flows, strong balance sheets. You know, value and cyclicals really need a clear path to an upturn before you really want to get in. On the other hand, Lowe is less enthusiastic about the small cap segment of the market. Smalls have trailed and, and it looks inexpensive, but that also tends to be cyclical and it's best to buy in front of a cyclical upturn. Um, you know, an interesting thing about small caps is it's a long term trend, is the privatization of companies. You know, private equity companies have bought up a lot of companies, yeah. and those, it reduces the pool within the public markets and you know how they exit do they are they small caps are they ipo or are they just traded to another firm um, so that's had an impact on the quality i think of, of small caps and there's also just a growing advantage of scale that um you know hurts kind of small cap companies over, over time depending on where you are in the cycle a large percentage of them have no earnings because they're losing money typically we also wanted to hear lowe's opinion on domestic versus international equities yeah, we've been overweight domestic, and, and domestic markets have outperformed over the long run very significantly. Um, international looks cheap, it always does. Yeah, Europe and uh, EM, yeah, China in particular, have trailed this year. Uh, partly, you know, global growth has slowed, and trade has slowed, and they're very tied to that, and manufacturing in particular. Uh, you know, Europe still has the ECB still raising rates. They'll probably stop soon, but inflation is very, very sticky there. Both of them have long-term demographic trends. And you look at why the U.S. has outperformed is because the markets are more innovative. You have more tech here. FYI, Lowe mentioned EM, which is short for Emerging Markets. He also mentioned ECB, which is short for European Central Bank. Equity dominated the conversation. But we wanted to briefly touch on the fixed income piece of the portfolio equation. So, the final area we wanted to cover with Lowe was his views on credit markets and which income vehicles he's focused on. Here's his quick overview. So, um, when we talk about credit, we talk about you know, high-yield bonds and investment corporates. Uh, you know, we favor high-quality um, spreads are tight versus, um, you know, that's the risk compensation you get for owning um, credit for the default risk and volatility. And you're really not paid at the current levels, I think, for the deterioration in, in credit quality. Companies are more leveraged, and you know, we expect defaults to rise over time. You know, we like higher quality investment corporates. You know, high yield looks good, but you have to be able to withstand market volatility. We hope you found this Capital Markets Outlook to be informative and helpful. A special thanks to Steve Lowe for his insights. More episodes of Advisors Market 360 are available wherever you get your podcasts. 
Email us at podcast at thriveandfunds.com with your feedback, questions, and topic suggestions for future episodes. And as always, you can learn more about us at thriveandfunds.com and find other insights of interest to you, the Driven Financial Advisor. Bye for now. All information and representations herein are as of October 24th, 2023, unless otherwise noted. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Actual investment decisions made by Thriven Asset Management, LLC, will not necessarily reflect the views expressed. This information should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or product. Investment decisions should always be made based on an investor's specific financial needs, objectives, goals, time horizon, and risk tolerance. Any indexes shown are unmanaged and do not reflect the typical costs of investing. Investors cannot invest directly in an index. Thriven Asset Management, a division of Thriven, offers financial professionals a variety of investment products to help meet their clients' needs. Thriven Distributors LLC is a member of FINRA and SIPC and a subsidiary of Thriven, the marketing name for Thriven Financial for Lutherans.